Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to a special New Year's Eve weekend edition of Rudy Maxa's World. We're replaying some of our favorite interviews with guests over the past year, but today's travel news is is fresh and new and appropriate to New Year's weekend. And toward the end of this hour, I'll have a look at some of the more weird travel stories in 2011. This hour, we'll visit with a former host of the television series Globe Trekker. We're going to talk with Justine Shapiro about a documentary she made called Our Summer in Tehran. It's a story of going to Iran with her six-year-old son and spending time with three different Iranian families. Then guest Michael Fazio spills the beans about his stint working as a concierge at a very pricey building in downtown Manhattan. We talked to him as he was promoting his new book, Concierge Confidential. Its subtitle is, The Gloves Come Off and the Secrets Come Out, Tales from the Man Who Serves Millionaires, Moguls, and Madmen. Don't want to miss that. And if you're traveling this weekend, staying healthy is one of your biggest assignments. Dr. Gary Krakoff, a registered pharmacist who has a doctorate in naturopathic medicine, has some tips for all of us. Now, if this, in this week's travel news, you should know that Sunday is the start of the new year, but it's also the start of the month in which airlines will be required to include all taxes and fees in advertised ticket prices. This is an attempt by the Department of Transportation to let consumers see the real price of flying so they can compare fares. The new rules require the following, that airlines disclose baggage fees at the time of booking, the passengers who make a reservation at least a week in advance be allowed to cancel that reservation within 24 hours at no penalty, at no charge. That allows shoppers to search for other tickets while holding on to a firm reservation. Airlines will not be permitted to raise the price of a ticket after its purchase. That doesn't happen often, but it's not unheard of. And airlines will be required to notify passengers about cancellations, diversions, or delays of longer than 30 minutes. In addition, that three-hour time limit on tarmac delays, well, it now extends to small airports. And international flights have four hours before they must return passengers to a terminal. Previously, there, no, there were no rules involving how long Passengers could be held waiting to take off on an international flight. Now, these new rules go into effect on January 24th. This is a time when lots of travelers are going on cruise ships or thinking about taking a sail. It's also the flu and norovirus season. And it seems that every winter we read stories of a cruise ship or cruise ships getting hit with bouts of norovirus infections. Paul Motter is the editor of the website about all things cruises. It's called cruisemates.com. And this week he wrote a column on cruising and norovirus. I asked him to join us to discuss the subject. And, Paul, let's start with an explanation of what norovirus is exactly. Okay, norovirus is a virus. It's the second most common virus compared to the common cold. So it's a very common virus. A lot of people refer to it as stomach flu because it tends to affect your gastrointestinal system and not much else. And it's a short-lived virus anywhere from 24 to 72 hours. Lots of nausea and diarrhea, and that's about it. And how is it contracted, Paul? Um, the worst part about noro is that it's very easy to catch. Um, statistically, it only takes about 10 to 100 flu particles to catch it, compared to a standard seasonal flu, which requires about 10,000 flu particles. Mm. And no. the the way it's spread is hand-to-hand, hand-to-hand contact 
or by touching something that someone infected has just touched. Well, you know, there is so much publicity when a cruise ship is known to have experienced an outbreak. Uh, you know, you can sometimes think that it's something unique just to cruise ships. Yeah, it's it's been dubbed the cruise ship virus, which really has a tendency to chafe my hide the more I read that. And the only reason is cruise ships are required to report an outbreak of noro, even though noro happens all the time in hospitals, senior centers, grade schools, whatever. But cruise ships are closed environments, and so the CDC looks at cruise ships like a laboratory. And so they like to get reports from cruise ships so they can study the virus. So cruise ships are only required to report Noro as a benefit to the CDC, not, not for any public benefit. You mentioned that in 2010 there was an outbreak of norovirus in London. That's right. Right, Just about a year ago, around Christmas time, 100,000 people, I'm sorry, half a million people. 500,000 people. Caught, yes, caught Noro in the London area. And it was, it was so prevalent that they had to shut down the hospital emergency rooms. And as you wrote in your column, there wasn't a cruise ship nearby, was there? Yeah, not, not even close. All right. So you write that during the check-in process of a cruise, passengers have to fill out a form asking if they've been ill any time in the preceding three days, whether they've had a sore throat or a runny nose, diarrhea, and so on. Having experienced any of those symptoms, you say might mean you'll be barred from the cruise, and uh, that's not a good thing. Well, yeah, that's exactly right. They have a standard form where they have about eight different symptoms that you can check off, including coughing, um, sore throats, and things that are not related to norovirus. And if you check off any of these items saying you've had symptoms within the last three days, even if they've passed, Technically, they're supposed to call a doctor and give you a follow-up checkup before you board. But I have received letters from people telling me that they were just denied boarding and escorted back to their cars. And did so, you say did you say they w weren't reimbursed for the cost of the cruise? No, they they weren't reimbursed, as far as I recall. I, I could be wrong, but wow. but people are responsible for their own health, so. All right. I know uh, I, I, you've been on so many cruises. I've only been on a couple in my life, but I know even those had uh, those containers of alcohol-based hand sanitizers as you entered restaurants or pretty much any public area. Is that the best way to prevent getting sick on board? Um, no, it's not the best way. The best way is to wash and dry your hands thoroughly. You want to get the virus off of your hands. Um, soap and, or alcohol do not kill the virus. So really the only way to get rid of it is to wash your hands and dry them thoroughly on a paper towel that you throw away. So what the heck is with all those uh, alcohol-based hand sanitizers? You know, I don't really know what's in those sanitizers. They might contain bleach, which does kill the virus. So I'm not going to say for sure that they don't work. Um, I, I don't know. Okay. All right. So have, have you ever been on a ship, Paul, that has, has had uh, experienced an outbreak of norovirus? No, I haven't. It's actually not that common. It, it affects maybe 1% of cruise ships every year, um, and that's not very many. And on any outbreak on any given ship, it's usually not more than 5 to 10% of the passengers. So I'm getting the impression this may be get blown out of, of uh, proportion a lot by the media. Yeah, the media loves to report anything that has to do with cruising positive or negative it's you know it's a good subject and when it's negative if it bleeds it leads and so 
that's that's what happens. <laughs> and that chafes your, how did you put it? Hide. It chafes, it chafes Paul Motter's hide. You can also read uh, what else chafes uh, Paul Motter's hide and lots of other things about the crude industry, happy stuff as well, at his website, cruisemates.com. Hey, Paul, thanks so much for joining us today. Okay, thanks, Rudy. And happy New Year to you. You too. Stick around. We come up next. We're going to talk to a woman, a journalist, who took her six-year-old son over to Iran and spent the summer there visiting with several families. Big cultural difference, as you'll hear. Don't go away. You're listening to Rudy Max's World right here on SSI Radio. Glad you are. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Ireland invites you to the exclusive Cliff Corknickles. Intrigued by Cliff Corknickles? It's simple. After gasping at the Cliffs of Moher, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moher, Cork, Chronicles, Cliff Corknickles. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. DiscoverIreland.com Find great value vacation offers at DiscoverIreland.com If you're like me, you have personal belongings that you hold dear. Belongings you can't live without. It's precisely why GEICO makes it easy to get renter's insurance for a really low rate. Renters can protect all their personal belongings for as little as $12 a month. What belongings do I hold dear? This karaoke machine and my vinyl record collection. You fancy a tune? Nah, I shouldn't. All right, then. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Visit geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Does your furnace need repair? Your house need cleaning? Or maybe you're ready to update your kitchen or bath, big or small. Whatever your home improvement need, log on to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. ServiceMagic is a free online resource with instant access to top-rated remodelers, maids, handyman roofers, and many other home contractors. Go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's quick, it's free, and there's no obligation. Visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Hey, if you uh, hear a segment on the show, an interview on the show perhaps, or a news item or a deal you'd like other folks to hear, you can certainly go to Rudy Maxa. Well, go to RudyMaxa.com. That's the radio show website. And click on podcast. Usually by around Monday evening, our weekend show is posted there. Uh, it's posted as hour one and hour two, and you can send that along to whomever you like. Or if you missed an hour of the show, feel free to listen there. You can also listen live to the show uh, from 10 to noon East Coast time at RudyMaxa.com on Saturday mornings. And if you don't mind going over to Facebook and clicking on Rudy Maxa-TV show, I know this is a radio show. I say this all the time. 
But uh, when I started this fan page, uh, maybe they have one now, but they had no designation for a radio show. It was just TV show. So Rudy Max, a dash TV show. Friend me there. That's where I sort of post some uh, travel news, some deals, what I'm doing. Um, not too much. I mean, I, don't, I won't overwhelm you with this stuff, but go to Facebook, RudyMaxa.tv. You can always call me at 800-387-8025 and leave a message if we're not on the air. And if you've got a question, we'll try to get back to you. We may answer it in person or we may answer it on the air. Either way, RudyMaxa.com is your answer to all those issues. Um, delighted to have uh, uh, Justine Shapiro join us. She is a former Globe Trekker host. You know the Globe Trekker show from public television. And she has produced a feature-length documentary. It's about 88 minutes long called Our Summer in Tehran. Uh, it's about a trip she took with her then six-year-old son to Iraq. And uh, uh, Justine, in the previous hour, we had a gentleman on who was talking about sort of the downside that not tourism and people visiting other countries uh, doesn't necessarily lead to greater understanding of, of culture. In fact, it can it can uh, uh, have an opposite effect. You went to Iran for what reason? Well, I went to Iran um, as a mother with my child uh, to meet other mothers and fathers and children and grandparents. Uh, I intended to spend time in people's homes. I wanted to see what living rooms looked like. I wanted to see what people had in their refrigerators, what was hanging on their wall. I just wanted to get a taste of domesticity in Iran. And how did you... How did you set this trip up? I mean, I'm sure you didn't just land uh, at the airport and, and uh, beg for housing or look for friends. Did you have a contact there who could introduce you to families? Sure. Well, whenever you make a documentary film, there's, there's you know, quite a lot of logistics go, go, in, go into that, just in terms of getting your, your funding together, your crew together. Um, my crew were all Iranians. Um, and really, I was able to make this particular film because of a producer named Marjane Mogimi, who is an Iranian-American who's produced many films in Iran um, and in the United States. And she was truly a bridge in every way uh, between those two cultures. Uh, so she, she went ahead. She went in advance of me. Uh, I was only given uh, a single entry visa, so I couldn't go and cast the film and then go back and shoot the film. And because I am a mother, I couldn't just move to Iran for a year. Uh, so she went ahead of me, and she spent about a uh, couple of months meeting dozens of families and uh, taping them, sending the tapes back to me. We discussed which families we thought would be most interesting for the film. And then I, uh, me and my son, Mateo, uh, went to Iran and uh, worked with those three families, one of whom was a very devout Muslim family um, who, whose hu the husband worked for the Revolutionary Guards, which is the right-wing militia of the government. The other family was a single mom, who's also an actress. And the other family was a very secular, cosmopolitan uh, family who are, who, who, who are raising their son, Daniel, uh, to speak English. So it was a really interesting, diverse group. And there was a lot of humor in the film, and we were looking for that. We were looking for, you know, that kind of sense that we all know of our own families, how crazy it can be when you're with your own family and how funny it can be. And we wanted to capture all of that as well. And these families knew that you were Jewish, obviously, before you arrived. No, the families knew that I was from the United States, oh. uh, but I had asked Marjane not to tell them that I was Jewish because I was, I was really nervous about that, which I find quite interesting given that I've spent a lot of time in Muslim countries. Um, I, I, I spent years working in, in, in uh, the Palestinian territories in the refugee camps with my first film, Promises. 
Uh, and I knew from experience that, you know, Muslims really have no issue with, with, with Jews. We're all people of the book, uh, that really the issues are political. Uh, and in fact, while we were making the film Promises between 1995 and 2001, you know, before 9-11, the conflict wasn't about Jewish and Muslim. It was really, you know, Israeli-Palestinian. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even though from my experience, I knew that there should be no issue with the fact that I was Jewish in a Muslim country like Iran, I was still very nervous to tell people that I was Jewish. And in the film, uh, there's a scene in the film where I break it to the very religious mother because she wants me to go with her to um, Iran's most sacred shrine, the Imam Reza Shrine in Mashhad, a city in the north of Iran. And I felt like, oh my gosh, she needs to know that I'm Jewish because once she sees the film and if she sees me in her most sacred shrine and she didn't know that I was Jewish, she might feel that I duped her or I tricked her or that I, you know, she, she might have hard feelings. Um, I've got to tell her. And, and I told her on camera and, uh, at first, she didn't understand what I was saying, and she said, are you Protestant or, or Catholic? And I was like, no, 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 I'm Yehudi, Yehudi, my mother Yehudi, my father Yehudi. And she said, oh, no problem, no problem. Uh-huh. Islam is for all people of the world. No problem. You are welcome. You are welcome. And that's what I found. You know, once I broke the ice with her, then I was very curious to tell everybody in Iran that I was Jewish, the taxi drivers, the, the salespeople, <laughs> um, the president. There's, there's, well, there's, you, no, there's no issue with, with being Jewish. Right. The, 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 largest, president, the president's the largest, issue is with Israel, right? The issue is with Israel. The largest right. Jewish population in the Middle East, outside of Israel, is in Iran. Twenty-five to 35,000 Jews live in Iran. Uh, and uh, they're, in fact, one of the oldest cultures living in Iran. They think of themselves, the Jews in Iran, are more Iranian than the Iranians. They're very proud of their Persian, very ancient Persian heritage. So, you know, what's interesting to me, though, Rudy, is, you know, I'm sure, I wonder if this happens to you. You know, we we travel a lot. We have this incredibly privileged job where we're able to travel a lot, and we think it's going to teach us all sorts of things about ourselves and open our minds, and we're going to think past the news headlines, and, you know, we're not going to be subject to all the stereotypes because we've traveled to those countries. And yet, you know, here I've traveled all over the place. I've, as I said, been to many Muslim countries, and I was so brainwashed by the news into believing that being Jewish was going to be an issue for Muslims in Iran, and it wasn't. Fascinating. Did you talk to some Jews who do live there? Did they feel perfectly comfortable? That is a whole other conversation. Ah, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a whole other other subject of, of conversation. Um, I actually wanted to make the film about uh, Jews. Uh, in Tehran, and I was planning actually on including a Jewish family in the film, um, and there are many synagogues in Tehran, and um, I, I had all the phone numbers and contact information for the leadership of the Jewish community there. There's a, a Jewish member of the parliament there in, in Iran, and as I was about to embark on that, uh, on that part of the journey, um, I was kicked out of the country. Yeah, why, do you know to this day why you were kicked out? Well, I think it's because some of my crew, as I said, my crew were all Iranians. Some of mm-hmm. my crew uh, had made films in the past uh, that the uh, intelligence ministry decided to investigate while they were working on my film. And it was just bad timing. 
Um, and uh, so in the, while they were working with me on my film, they were being questioned by the intelligence ministry. Uh, so they'd show up late to work or they wouldn't come into work one day because uh, they were called in, you know, they, they're called in sort of out of the blue, you, you have to be here tomorrow at 7 o'clock in the morning sort of thing. And uh, they were being questioned about uh, previous work that they had done. Right. So how long did you wind up staying in the country? We just have about 30 seconds left. Seven. We were there for only seven weeks. We were supposed to have been there for 12. And in a word, what effect did it have on your son? Do you know? Can you, measure, can you tell us? Well, Matteo uh, is very curious about that part of the world. And when he hears the news, uh, he knows that it's not all about victims and war and crisis. I mean, he said, Mommy, Iran is a lot, Tehran's a lot like America. <laughs> and it is in a lot of ways. Now, um, if someone goes to your website, which is Our Summer in Tehran, can they watch a snippet? Of, they can, I can tell you because I know that. Yep, they can watch a, a snippet of the documentary, and they can also order it, right? Yes, there's a, there's a clip on the homepage, OurSummerInTehran.com. And uh, if they go to our Facebook website, our Facebook site, Our Summer in Tehran, they'll see a wonderful clip we just posted of Matteo talking about his time in Tehran with footage that's not in the film. And the DVD can be ordered, yes. Justine Shapiro, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rudy. Check out Justine Shapiro's work at Our Summer in Tehran. Fascinating, fascinating. Stick around. We'll be right back to talk about Concierge Confidential. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. My wireless internet bill was really adding up. So to save some money, I just used my neighbor's unpassword-protected Wi-Fi for free. It's unpassword-protected because the signal doesn't go outside of the house. Now get off my couch. Not to mention, I recharge my laptop for free. Mm-hmm, not free. And while I wait for all my downloads, they really need more bandwidth. I just grab a soda. Not much of a diet fan, but beggars can't be choosers. You're not begging, you're just choosing. Neighbors are great. There's an easier way to save. Get online. Go to Geico.com. Get a quote. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. We're already getting calls about that website for Justine Shapiro, uh, the woman we just interviewed. It's uh, OurSummerInTehran.com if you'd like more information, or you can go to Facebook and look for Our Summer in Tehran. And while you're on Facebook, go to Rudy Maxa's World and, uh, and uh, join us there. Just got our 800th person, I think, on there, so... Uh, and you can also follow me on Twitter at SavTrav, S-A-V-T-R-A-V, SavTrav. Um, Mark Cermak, who was our first guest from homeiswherewepark.com, uh, uh, we had to sort of hurry him off as the music started, but he wanted to say that in his driving around, he spent six months a year in an RV driving around the United States, he's noticed a lot of road construction, so he thinks things might get better. Uh, Michael Fazio is the author of a book, a new book called 
uh, Concierge Confidential. It's actually got a, a longer title than that. Um, uh, welcome to the show, uh, uh, Michael. What is the subtitle of your book? I love it. <laughs> well, it's, it's Tales from the Man Who Serves Millionaires, Moguls, and Madmen. Indeed. Um, <laughs> I, I have to tell you, Rudy, I'm so intimidated because you are indeed the savvy traveler. So you really know your stuff. Nothing and, ever uh, intimidates. Don't, don't give me this. <laughs> nothing ever intimidates a concierge, let me tell you. Um, now, uh, Michael, you, uh, you, you work for a company called Abigail Michaels Concierge. What does uh, Abigail Michaels Concierge do in a, in a brief description? Yeah, absolutely. We, we basically took the idea of hotel concierge service and transplanted it in residential and corporate life here in New York. And we service 102 buildings and ironically have now wound up back in the hotel space uh, because the Intercontinental has hired us to be their concierge team on site at the Intercontinental Times Square here in New York. Ah, that's a very nice property there at Times Square. It really is. Really a well. standout, I think. Very well located. All right, have you, have you worked as a hotel concierge prior to this, uh, your company? Rudy, I'm proud to say that I did, and it's actually kind of unusual in the, the kind of private concierge space that you find people that actually come from the desk. You know, I, I, I had the name tag and the keys on me, and um, after eight years, just went off into my own company. When you say you had the keys on you, that meant you were a member of Le Clay d'Or, which is a prestigious group of concierges who have accomplished or studied and, and passed tests. Of, am I correct? You know, yes and no. It, it, in, the, in days past, it, I think it meant a lot more. And sadly, like everything in the service space, you know, people have kind of rested on laurels and haven't stayed current. So, you know, sadly, it, it means that you have keys on your lapel, but sometimes it doesn't mean you know, that you're, that you're still upholding the true concept of what we're there for, which is, you know, we're the yes people, and we are there to serve. And in fact, my book originally, I, my subtitle was Get Served, because I feel like, you know, people, unlike yourself, of course, because you are a savvy traveler, yeah. people don't always know how to get the most out of the service experience. And, you know, so... Oh, Let's sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I want to talk to you about that in a minute, Michael, but just give us a couple little tastes of uh, what you've said yes to that we might be surprised about during your career. <laughs> well, I don't know what surprises people because nothing surprises me. I bet. Um, but, you know, just some of the things from the book, I, I talked about it, a man who was, you know, planning a very romantic dinner with his, with his wife and came to me and said, like, you know, what can we do when we get back to the room that would just, you know, be like this magical experience? And he's mentioned rose petals. And I thought, you know, that's, that's been done so many times. So we kind of amplified that and wound up filling their bathtub with chocolate and lining it with candles and turning it into this whole crazy over-the-top scenario. I don't know if they actually got in the bath, but, you know, he certainly got a, an A for effort from his wife for creating a, a pretty crazy thing. Um, you know, I've flown people around in private jets, you know, helicoptered people to Atlantic City because they didn't want to take a two-hour drive there. Sure. And, you know, front row seats, the show sold out, why shouldn't they get them? You know, it's, it's basically whatever you want, let me, let me see what I can do. That's, that's usually my answer. Can I go back for a moment to the chocolate bathtub? Was that melted chocolate in the bathtub or...? Oh, Rudy, you know, it was, it was years ago, and I wasn't quite as polished then, and it, it, it actually turned out to be kind of a mess because my big idea, you know, Godiva at the time was, was really big, and they had, right. just, they had just launched, like, a chocolate syrup, and so I thought, wouldn't that be great, oh you know? Just, but, you know, do you know how many gallons it takes to fill up a bathtub? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 
So it was liquid. Oh, my God. I like the way rose petals done so many times. Yeah, I'm, I do that every night for my girlfriend, rose petals on the bed. Just customer standard stuff, Michael. <laughs> well, I actually talk about it in the book because, you know, I, I, I'm a pretty industrious guy. And, you know, in a big hotel, I worked at the Intercontinental, strangely, the, the other Intercontinental, uh, okay. the Barclay. And, um, you know, after a big corporate event, I would always go and, you know, cruise around the event space and look for nice, fresh flowers that would have been thrown away. Perfect. And I'd take the petals off them, and I'd keep them handy because, you know, listen, you want everybody to feel like they have an original idea, but rose right. petals on the bed in a hotel, it's pretty standard. Well, now, we only got about 30 seconds left, but I'm going to ask you to stay on after the commercials, if you will, uh, because I want to talk to you about uh, how a traveler uses a concierge in a smart way. Will you uh, stay with us through the commercials? I am passionate about that question. Okay. Michael Fazio is the author of a new book. It's called Concierge Confidential. Uh, I, if you go to Amazon.com, as I did, you'll see the, the gloves come off and the secrets come out. Tales from the man who serves millionaires, moguls, and madmen. And I think women as well. But uh, we'll talk to him about that in, uh, in uh, just a minute. I'll just keep, I just want to keep you on another minute or two, Michael, and talk about how a consumer or how a traveler uh, uh, should use a concierge and, and approach that. So stick around. We'll be right back with Michael Fazio for another minute or two. You're in Rudy Max's world. It's uh, about 48 minutes after the hour. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Heritage for the blind reminds you to be kind. There's something you can do for those who depend on you. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Heritage for the Blind is an IRS-recognized charity, and your donation is tax-deductible. Whether your car runs or not, we'll tow it away for free. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day hotel voucher to one of many exciting locations. So be a star. Donate your car. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS or call 1-800-555-6689. And remember, you can prevent blindness by getting your eyes checked annually. Call 1-800-DONATE-CARS. 1-800-DONATE-CARS today. Today. If you're like me, you have personal belongings that you hold dear. Belongings you can't live without. It's precisely why GEICO makes it easy to get renter's insurance for a really low rate. Renters can protect all their personal belongings for as little as $12 a month. What belongings do I hold dear? This karaoke machine and my vinyl record collection. You fancy a tune? Nah, I shouldn't. All right, then. Are you going to Scarborough Fair? Visit geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Ireland invites you to the exclusive Cliff Corknickles. Intrigued by Cliff Corknickles? It's simple. After gasping at the Cliffs of Moher, too exhausted to talk, one starts listening to the chronicles of the locals in Cork, known for spinning a good yarn. Bring a fresh pot of tea, because in a land famous for its wool, the yarn can last all night. Cliffs of Moher, Cork, Chronicles, Cliff Corknickles. Flex that mouth and brace those ears. Take a vacation from the typical vacation. DiscoverIreland.com. Find great value vacation offers at DiscoverIreland.com. Hey folks, Rudy Maxi here with an important question. Who's watching your home when you're not there or even when you are? 
Well, it could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in often when they think no one is home or when they think no one will stop them. So don't be an easy target. Now you can get a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security, with 24-hour protection. Just pick up your phone and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert service, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Protect your home by calling your authorized ADT dealer at 866-750-6633. You'll get 24-hour protection and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. The number to call is 866-750-6633. That's 866-750-6633. Again, 866-750-6633, or you can also log on to RudyMaxa.com and check out the Sponsors button for more information on these ADT security savings. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. 43 after the hour. Welcome back. I'm Rudy Maxa. Rudy Maxa's World, uh, you can listen to past shows or you can send a show. If you hear a particular interview you'd like to pass around to friends or family, just go to RudyMaxa.com. And on Monday, our weekend podcasts are post, you, posted, usually later in the day on Monday. And you can uh, listen again to Hour 1 or to Hour 2 or to send Hour 1 or Hour 2 to someone. All you got to do is press a button or two here. The last thing anybody wants showing up on Thursday at Thanksgiving dinner is somebody hacking their way through the day. And the night, Dr. Gary, excuse me, Dr. Gary Krakoff is a registered pharmacist with a doctorate in nutropathic medicine. He's got 25 years of experience, and uh, his specialty is offering information on how to boost the body's natural immune system to treat flu-like symptoms through complementary and alternative medicine. I'm reading this from his bio. He uh, also does a show and tell on foods to eat, supplements to take, and homeopathic medicines that work, and he lectures often on this subject. Dr. Krakoff, uh, we almost ran out of time with your bio. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to oh. be here. Okay. Um, is what you're talking about preventive medicine or stuff you do after you get sick or, or a little of both? It's a little bit of both. And with everyone traveling, if you think about it, the, the worst place to be uh, the easiest way to get sick is at the airport or the train. The escalator handrails, the armrests are the most, um, the easiest place to pick up the flu or a bacterial infection. And another thing that happens is we don't wash our hands as much when we're traveling. We don't eat as well. Sleep is usually disturbed, and that all lowers our immune system. So we really want to try to enjoy the holidays. They should be a fun time. They usually wind up being stressed. Um, but if we can just keep calm, that would well, help and eat well. Let's talk preventive first. What yeah. can I do? I'm not traveling, thanks, fortunately, during Thanksgiving. But okay. if I were, what would you suggest to me? Make sure you wash your hands before you eat anything or go near your face or your eyes or your mouth. Um, you want to be getting a good night's sleep, take a good probiotic, um, the good bacteria, the acidophilus, provide 60% of our immune system function. Mm. So that's a good preventative. Mm. Um, there's the number one flu remedy in the world is oscillococcinum. It's a very gentle homeopathic remedy. And 
Um, I wind up taking that whenever I travel. I even, always bring it with me. Even if you don't have any flu symptoms? Even if I don't have any flu symptoms. And the does that have a tra does that, excuse me for interrupting, yeah. but does that have a trade name that's easier to remember? Um, if you just ask for Oscillo. Oscillo. That's the abbreviation of it. And it's available all over the world, all over the country. They're little pellets that you put under your tongue. They dissolve in a few seconds. And the trick is if you take it, even if you think you're getting a cold or the flu, um, it can head it off and lessen the symptoms. There's clinical studies that show it lessens the duration and severity of the flu. All right, that's Oscillo. What was the first one you recommended? Um, a probiotic. A good, such as? Such as um, there's one, one called Enterobiotic. There's um, most of the, the health food stores carry them. They're in the refrigerator case. The okay. actual bacteria, acidophilus, that's what's in yogurt. Ah, and okay. those good bacteria are, provide 60% of our immune system function. So you can keep your immune system up, and then you can fight things off a lot easier. All right, you get there and you're ill. What do you do? Tea, lemon, honey? That's what I do well, all the time. Yep, tea, lemon, honey, your oscillo. You want to get a good night's sleep. You want to be eating well, sipping water all through the day. Very important. Um, chicken soup. You know, the studies on that, that that does help with the immune system. But the most important thing is the prevention. Try to keep yourself healthy. A good night's sleep is the most important thing. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I strive for that myself. I don't often uh, uh, get it, but I do. Do you get sick? Um, I do, and that's another fallacy usually that you should never get sick. Um, a healthy person probably will get sick a couple times a year, but you shouldn't be down for the count. You might be out, out of work for a day, and then you bounce back, and that's the immune system responding normally. In the last, I think, five years, I don't think I've missed more than one day, been out one day in a row. Well, you are Employee of the Year, Gary Krakow. Well, Fabulous. <laughs> I don't know about that, but, you know, it's great because you should practice what you preach. Where can folks find a little more information on this? I actually see your website, naturalcompounder.com forward slash blog. Is that the place to go? Yep, that's the blog. Uh, just dot com will bring you to the site, and you can access the blog right from there. National, excuse me, naturalcompounder.com. Dr. Gary Krakow, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Have a great one. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving to you, too. We're going to be right back. I'm Rudy Max. i got a couple deals for you and uh, a couple other little surprises. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Max, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. I hope you're having a lovely New Year's uh, Eve or New Year's weekend, I should say, and uh, hope you've enjoyed the several interviews from the past year. I was also thinking about the weird, what a weird year it's been for travel news. You know, uh, let me just tick off a few of the stories. That, uh, of course, there were the big stories, the business stories, American Airlines declaring bankruptcy, that sort of thing. Uh, I talked at the beginning of the news about what a safe, in hour one, about what a safe year this was for airplane travel. All good stuff, but it's the weird stuff that I remember. And 
How can we forget that Southwest pilot who didn't know his cockpit mic was on as he chatted with a colleague? Remember that? He was up in the air and he was chatting with his co-pilot and he unleashed this uh, profanity-filled screed uh, lamenting that uh, these days, you know, female flight attendants are so ugly he could hardly find any he wanted to date. What he didn't know was that his for his radio was on and other pilots and controllers heard the monologue a couple tried to get him to shut up but he didn't pilot was eventually suspended and sent to sensitivity training yeah um, and then there was that guy in spain who was arrested for stuffing himself into a suitcase so he could rifle through luggage in the baggage hold of airport shuttle buses he'd apparently been getting away with it for a while because the police were very perplexed a lot of people were were reporting theft from their suitcases and he was finally busted when a bus employee was loading that suitcase with him in it. Thought it was unusually heavy. And a cop came over and thought the suitcase seemed a little warm. And when they opened it up, there was the thief inside. He had a headlamp, a cell phone, and a sharp tool to open luggage locks. He was promptly arrested, and that mystery was solved. And then there was that weird story involving right toward the end of the year, I think it was October, in Qantas Airlines, just before Halloween. Uh, that's the Australian national airline, of course. Now, usually... An airline gets shut down by its workers who are striking for better pay, working conditions, holidays, et cetera, et cetera. But this just before Halloween, Qantas actually shut down, management shut down the airline because it felt it was having unsuccessful labor uh, negotiation conversations. The airline shut down the airline. Very weird. And it really didn't make anybody happy, particularly the government of Australia. There was a big government meeting of world leaders going on at the time. It was all bad press. The government was furious, and it ordered the airline to resume flying two days later, which it finally did. And then there are the TSA search stories. Um, I found it, I don't know how I, what I thought about this. Uh, Got to say, uh, Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld, or former Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld at the time, apparently took it in good, good-natured, in a good-natured way when he received a pat-down while traveling through Chicago's O'Hare Airport. Uh, I certainly wouldn't have blamed him if he had said, hey, I'm, I'm the former Defense Secretary. I don't think I'm uh, wired with explosives. At another airport, a gravely ill 95-year-old woman was required to remove her wet diaper so she could be patted down. And this one, I guess, probably wins the star for the year. The 52-year-old Oklahoma woman, you probably saw her picture, went all over the world. She was actually seated in a wheelchair. She had stripped down to frilly black lingerie and was wearing only pearls other than the lingerie to pass through security at the Oklahoma City Airport. And then there was this case. This involved a... A wealthy guy who was on his own private jet, a, a $37 million Gulfstream. He's flying from Arizona to the Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, uh, this past year. He's an 83-year-old businessman out of Arizona. And uh, apparently, well, not apparently, because he admitted in court and apologized, tried to twist the breast of a female paramedic who was aboard caring for him and said, God, gosh, he wishes she was wearing a T-shirt so he could slip his hand. Anyway, point is... When she protested, he said, I can do whatever I want. This is my plane. Well, just because you own a private plane apparently doesn't mean you can do whatever you want to do when you're aboard it. Because uh, he pleaded guilty to an assault charge, among other things, for saying among other things, the things he said and things he did. So let that be a lesson. Even if you own the plane, you can't be an idiot. I thought this was an interesting footnote in the news as well. Last year, uh, we learned, or this past year, we learned that as part of his perk package as CEO of United Continental Holdings, Jeffrey Smissick gets two free parking places for life at the Houston and Chicago airports. How nice for him. I got to tell you, when I was a reporter in Washington, there was uh, about, oh, about every two years, somebody did a story about what was then called Washington National Airport. It's now Reagan National Airport. There's a special little parking lot, or was, I can't tell you whether it's still there, just for Congress people. So while the rest of us had to park in outlying lots 
and take a shuttle in or walk a long length, Congress people had their own private parking place at Reagan National Airport where they could park um, and not have to pay anything, of course, number one, and number two, be very close to the terminal. Uh, what was interesting was there was no requirement that they be on business when they do this. So when they went on vacations with the family, uh, they had free parking and uh, VIP parking privileges for uh, themselves. It reminds me of an apocryphal story. I think it's apocryphal. I don't think it really happened because I've heard it applied to other situations. But some congressman got to the gate too late and the door just closed and he shouted at the airline employee there, don't you know who I am? And the woman behind the desk got in the microphone and said to whoever was left in the area, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, can you help me? We've got a guy here who doesn't seem to know who he is. Uh, again, I don't know if that really happened. It makes a great story, a great way to poke fun at politicians, a great American sport, and certainly one we in Washington, when I lived there for a long time, enjoyed. Uh, I don't know if it really happened, but if it didn't, it should have. Well, we're coming on to 2012. We're going to have a couple experts in the course of the next few weeks talking about what to expect in travel. I actually read one guy saying he thought airline prices might go down a bit. That is contrary to most of the stories I've been reading. There's also the prediction that there'll be fewer, still fewer planes flying. American Airlines will come out of bankruptcy. There are predictions of uh, American hooking up either with or merging with Alaska Airways or U.S. Airways. So it should be an interesting year in travel. We'll cover it all right here on Rudy Max's World. Meanwhile, have a lovely New Year's Eve, uh, a New Year's Eve weekend, a New Year's weekend, and I'll see you in 2012. listening to Rudy Max's World and as always you're hearing must hear radio on the SSI radio network